Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. I'm Julie B. and I'm a business coach who helps business owners stop planning and start executing those big visionary ideas that help elevate their companies. I do this through coaching, accountability, workshops, and training, and through a lot of content on my own podcast, they don't teach this in business school. I didn't start there, though. I actually began my career as a CPA at a big four accounting firm. From there, I started working for small businesses and fell in love with entrepreneurship. When I lost my job in the housing market crash of 2008, I started a marketing agency. How a CPA goes from working as an accountant to running a marketing agency is a different story in in itself, but let's just say it was the right move for me. Now, I still operate that agency today, serving in the leadership and strategic planning roles. In 2020, I started podcasting, which led to speaking engagements, which then led to a book deal with the publishers of Traction. And all of that has led to a path for me to become a coach. Now, I do coaching a little bit differently. I work on a you only pay if you're getting value mentality and principle. So if my clients are not getting value out of their coaching sessions with me, they actually don't have to pay the invoice. I feel very strongly about that. That is my reputation on the line. And that is how I choose to go about doing coaching. So if I'm not providing value, my clients don't pay. And luckily, though, I've been able to make it doing it that way. And I'm really proud of the reputation that I'm building. I've attempted to bootstrap both of my companies. And I say attempted because I've had some success and some failure as a bootstrapper. What has worked for me is that early on, I reinvest every dollar that we earn back into the business. That means that I usually don't get paid for a while, especially as we're getting started. As the sole breadwinner in my household, this has meant sacrificing some things in my personal life to make my businesses work. And luckily for me, it has paid off. In my first business, it took about a year of bootstrapping for me to start getting a paycheck. In my second business, I'm just starting to get paid now after three years. But During that three-year time period, I was still being paid by my first business. The other thing I've done to bootstrap is learn how to do the things that can be expensive to outsource. For example, building my website and maintaining it, doing my own taxes, and being our IT department. Now, some business owners will say all of this should be delegated, and I don't disagree with that thought. I actually look forward to delegating all of these things. But for me, this has saved a lot of money so that I can delegate other tasks that I'm not good at and I don't have the time to learn how to do it. So the idea of learning how to do some things, especially expensive things, 
for yourself and your own business and not focusing so much on outsourcing that I think is one of the best things that I've done to bootstrap in my business. My biggest success in bootstrapping has been building our own websites. I've probably saved both of my companies combined well over a quarter of a million dollars doing that. So I think that's a big success. My biggest failure in bootstrapping has been creating bottlenecks. Bootstrapping is kind of a double-edged sword. If I'm doing work I could outsource, that probably means I'm not doing work that can grow my business. But again, there's a balance to all of this. The decision that is right for me isn't necessarily the decision that's right for every business owner. There are a few tips and tricks that I've used to help me bootstrap. Software being one of them, QuickBooks is the software I use. It's great to keep tabs on your finances. I've actually hired a bookkeeper. That's one of those things that was inexpensive to hire out and it helps me stay up to date on my finances. And then I think reviewing cash flow weekly is important. The one thing I would say is always be sure you're investing in yourself, though. That kind of goes counterintuitive to bootstrapping, but I do believe it's important for business owners to invest in their personal growth. The one piece of advice I often give entrepreneurs, no matter what is happening in their business, is to trust their gut. If something's off, trust your gut about it. If something feels great, trust your gut about it. And the other thing I would say is to also be able to reflect though before you make decisions. Try to not be impulsive. That's a really important component to bootstrapping. And if you'd like to learn more about me and my business, please go to thejuliebee.com and sign up for my weekly email newsletter. The Be Awesome Brief delivers a big idea that with an easy action that helps you elevate your business. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.